Check out this bonus episode of the Black Status Quo, a Real Girlfriends Across America exclusive podcast. And check out the Black Status Quo by looking them up on Instagram at the Black Status Quo. Enjoy. The Black Black Status Quo. Hello, everyone. Good evening and almost TGIF. You know, I get so excited when I think about Friday coming. So on Fridays, I normally say TGIF. On the day before Fridays, I say TGIF almost. I just got to figure out what I'm going to say on Saturday, probably TGIF and a frown, like, oh, Friday's gone. Hopefully you guys will help me with that. But um, we are back again with the Black Status Quo for our Thursday chit-chat, and I'm so super excited to have the queens up in the building with another great topic. I'm going to go out to these fine ladies and say, hey, what's up? Tell us who you are, where you're rocking from tonight, and what kind of mood are you in? Whoever wants to go first. This is Karen. I am in Georgia at the moment, and I am feeling Excited. All right, all right. My name is Ashana Lane. I am also in Georgia, Atlanta, and um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Okay. Well, definitely thank you, ladies, for showing up in the building tonight, and I'm definitely super excited as well. And I'm, I'm really excited when I think about last week's topic, and like I was just saying to you guys before we went on air, I actually – just laid in bed, started listening to it, and I'm like, man, these girls are off the chain. And have you have you guys ever, like, just started laughing out the blue, and maybe somebody will look at you like, are you all right? You got all your marbles? But you think about something, and you just start laughing like you can't stop. Y'all never did that before? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was doing before I, before I started listening to the show over. And then just kind of afterwards and throughout the week, every time I was thinking about it, I, I was just thinking about Shauna and Mimi and just some of the different things we were talking about. And one thing, Shauna, you said we were talking about um, love without limits, <laughs> ride or die chicks, and so on and so forth. And, and sometimes people give so much, you know, into relationships and situations. And I, I think, uh, Shauna, it was you like, oh, I'm going to give to what, I'm, what I got going on. <laughs> Like ride or die over here with this project. So yeah, um, definitely. Hopefully, um, others were able to listen to it. It was definitely a blessing to you. And I am even more excited about what we're talking about tonight, which is do good guys bore you? So before we even get started um, tonight, um, when when you guys heard this topic, we were going to talk about tonight. Well, honestly, like what was the first thing that came to your mind? Um, just like a good guy, meaning like a square guy. So any, I guess a good guy would be any guy that I guess was the opposite of what I thought was cool. So that's, that's what I thought about. Okay. How about you, Ashana? Um, you know, when I saw the topic, I kind of just smiled to myself because it's so, um, it's just so all over the place. But um, when I think of a good guy, I just think of, you know, a guy that's, that's, you know, he's nice and he just does the right thing. Um, I don't really have a negative connotation for it. Okay. All right. 
Well, I would definitely want to get into it. One of the reasons, I'm not sure who actually chose this topic. One of the things we've been saying over the last couple of months with the Black Status Quo is, you know, we want to build a place and connect, you know, connectivity for other black women. And what Corinne and I had did in the beginning was we talked to other women and said, hey, what are some topics you would like to hear on a podcast? And someone sent us this topic about do good guys bore you? And I'm like, okay, well, I definitely want to hear some different perspectives because we've all, we've all heard of different analogies around good guys, good girls, bad guys, bad girls. Okay, so as we get into it tonight, we just want to say thank you to everyone for listening um, to our show. And if you have some comments and feedback, let us know because this is our opinion, and we know that everyone does not think the same. So question number one, and, of course, we're just going to have a conversation tonight, so there's no right or wrong and there's no order. All right, so number one, have you ever heard of the saying, good guys finish last? And in your opinion, two-part question, and in your opinion, is that true or not? Ashauna. Um, Good guys finish last. Um, You know, I, I'm not a guy, so I can't really say that. I've never been in that position to know. Um, In my book, I would say good guys come first because I don't date bad men. You know, I can kind of sense if a man is up to no good or he means no good for me. So in my book, good guys come first. You know, if if he's polite and he's respectful, he has manners, and I see how he treats his friends and, and I see how he takes care of himself, like that puts him high on my list of, of people to deal with, you know. Um, so I judge dealing with a man based off of those things. If he doesn't have any of those quantities, uh, sorry, qualities, um, then, you know, he's, he's not really even on my list. So in my book, good guys come first. I, I like good guys. <laughs> that's hey, just that's me. definitely. Okay, all right. Uh, how about you, Corinne? Have you ever heard of the saying, good guys finish last? And in your opinion, is that true? You know what? I have heard that saying. Um, I don't necessarily think it's necessarily true. I don't know why when Asana was um, talking, I was thinking what popped in my head was, like, I don't know if it, you, you guys seen back in the day, um, Stefan on Happy Days, how he was, like, that bad yeah. boy. Do you guys know what I'm talking about, Stefan? Yeah, Stefan. Yeah. Oh, Happy Days? Yeah, Happy Days. So it reminds okay. me of that, yeah. like, Stefan being the bad boy and, you know, the, the sweet diner girl wanted him. Um, so... I guess it's like the appeal of just something that you're not used to. So the guy having a little bad streak, it's a little bit, I guess, different if you're looking for the guy that has, like, you know, a tattoo in his neck. He's been in prison for 12 years, probably going to go back. Um, and I, I don't know if people necessarily go for that or if that's just what they date because that's what's around them. Um, but I don't think that good guys necessarily finish less. Um, and I think it's really about your mind frame. So if you're the type of guy that wants to date, like, bad girls, then, yeah, you're definitely going to finish last because they're always going to take advantage of you. Hmm. And, you know, that's 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 really interesting with the analogy that you both use. Um, the first thing in reference to what you talked about, Shauna, was, you know, what you're looking for in a person, which is kind of one of the questions I was asking later. Like, when you're looking to, to date or you're open to a relationship, 
What are you looking for? And then just like you mentioned, Corinne, sometimes people are looking for the status quo. Sometimes people are looking for that Fonzie type. Like, you know, Fonzie had on, like, the leather jacket, and, you know, he would beat people up. People were scared of him, and that just drove girls crazy because people like strength. What's one of that one of those movies back in the day? Um, it was a movie by Tyler Perry called oh, goodness, The Marriage Counselor. Do you guys remember that one? I don't think I've seen that one. Really? How about you, Ashana? No, I don't think I've seen it either. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to send it to you. It's amazing. But one of the one of the parts in the movie was this guy and his wife were coming from I don't know if it was dinner or a movie or something, but um some guys came up to them, was like harassing them or threatening to like rob them and you know, I think they ended up did rob robbing them. It was like three or four guys and a girl looked at her her husband and said, You didn't even protect me. Like it really wasn't a whole lot he could do with like three three, four guys but she really was, I guess she was looking for him to do something. And, um, and that's what I, I know a lot of times women are looking for. Like, they, they're looking for that strength. They're looking for that person that's going to protect them. They want to feel safe. And sometimes people may think that um, a good guy can't do that. So I've definitely heard of the saying, good guys finish last. And is it true? I think it's really up to the person in reference to what they're actually looking for. Like you just mentioned, Corinne, sometimes you can have a guy that's a quote-unquote good guy or whatever that is or means to you, and people sometimes see that as a weakness or they take advantage of that, and um, and that's definitely not a good thing. What about when you are looking to choose a mate? We're talking about do you have a type? Would you say that you like good guys, bad guys? And, Shawna, you kind of alluded to this already, but when you're choosing someone um, or someone's approaching you, what are some of the things that you're looking for? Shawna, you go back over that again, just kind of reiterate a little bit about some of the things you're looking for when choosing a mate. Um, I look for manners. I look for, you know, his approach, how he approaches me, the things that he says. Um, you know, before I even give my number out, I like to ask a couple questions. Like, I'm not really the type of woman that a guy can just walk up and say, oh, you're beautiful, can I have your number? I like to call you sometimes. Like, no, that, you know, that don't really move me. I need to ask some questions first because you're not about to blow my phone up to be talking about nothing and then find out, you know, we're not even compatible. So I like to kind of ask questions, see where he is, see where his mindset is. Um, You know, and then if I do decide to give a man a chance, I like to see, you know, the things that he talks about. You know, what what books are you reading? What things are you into? Where have you traveled to? What type of people do you hang around? You know, things like that because that lets me know what type of person this is. A person, you know, we all have put on and pretend to be this person or pretend to be that person. So I kind of like to break through those facades and kind of get to know, you know, who who are you outside of those things. So I, I'm a questioner. I like to ask questions. I like to be informed. And if something that kind of don't feel right, if the if the interrogation, if you call it, um, doesn't doesn't flow well, then we don't even get to a, a stage two or a round two. So I'm I'm a questioner. I'm a digger. I like to find out all those things before I even give somebody a chance. I was over here saying, hey, let me find my paper and pen because I might get quizzed on this later. But no, but I I, I love it. And I'm pretty sure you're, if you have not already blogged about this, you're probably going to. And um, and there's nothing wrong with that because um, you're looking for something. And um, and that's very important. Unfortunately, some people don't know what they're looking for, you know, in a relationship or just in really in, in friendship. So now that's really, really great. Um, and, and I want you to go next, Corinne, if you don't mind. But I just want to say welcome 
to the show, 920. I know you were driving, so I'm not sure if you're able to just say who you are, how you're feeling, where you're calling from, or anything like that. Um, I'm calling from the road. My name's Kareen. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Did she say she was calling from the road? Oh, my goodness. All right, calling from the road. All right, Corinne, what are your thoughts? When you're looking to date, what are some of the things you're looking for? Um, I don't necessarily have. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. C, C, C. I don't necessarily right, have a. Oh, no, you're fine. I don't necessarily have a, a type. Um, I just look more or less like, like Sana said, I look for someone that has. Um, like a good personality, um, it's going to treat me the same way I treat them. It's, it's more or less how they treat me and, you know, what type of person that they are. Um, it's obviously I'm not looking for someone that is, like, I guess, quote-unquote, the bad guy that's been, you know, in and out of jail, that can't get his life straight, that, you know, has four or five different situations and running, you know, multiple households. Um, so it's more or less like how that person treats me and what type of person they are. Okay. All right. All right. And, and Kay, what we're talking about tonight is the topic is do good guys bore you? So what we're asking is, hey, when you are considering dating someone, what are some of the things you look for um, in a mate? Kay, are you there? Kay calling from the road? Anymore. I'm kind of done with that. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Can you? Hello? Yes, yes, ma'am, we can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said I'm not looking to date anymore. I'm done with that. Oh, you're done with dating? All righty. Well, when when you were dating, what were, what were you looking for? Oh, um, I looked for good guys. I'm not a, I mean, I, I don't think of myself as a bad guy kind of person, so I look for good guys, except the good guys that I look for were always cheaters, so I don't know how that worked out. Okay. Like, damned if you do, damned if you don't, huh? All right. Well, I know that we've all had experiences, good and bad, when it comes to relationships, as well as we've had friends that has different experiences. So can anyone tell us a story or a situation about um, whether it's a good or bad experience, um, whether you dealt with a guy that was a good guy, maybe that was boring, or what was your experience like, or one of your friends' experiences. Anyone have a story or situation they want to share? Um, I can share. I I, okay. I dated a guy once, um, and he was, you know, a quote-unquote good guy. Um, and, you know, he had the tendencies of, you know, the makings of a good guy, but he was he was boring because he didn't really, um, he wasn't exciting. You know, he didn't like to go out. He didn't want to, you know, go to the beach. He didn't want to go to the movies. He didn't want to do anything. So while he was a good guy and, you know, he took care of his family and, and he was, you know, uh, the older brother and, and the provider and the caretaker and things of that aspect, things of that nature, he was just kind of boring on the romantic side. So a lot of people think that, you know, just because they're a good guy that they're entitled to some type of favor. But 
you know, that doesn't mean that you're a, a, a perfect match for somebody. You know, while he was a good guy and did all the right things, he was just kind of boring as a partner. You know, he didn't like a lot of the same things that I was into. Um, and it wasn't even that my expectations were high. Um, but, you know, going to the movies, I would think, is a part of a relationship. You know, having picnics in the park is a part of a relationship. Going out is a part of a relationship. And he just didn't really like to do those things. So while he was a good guy on the family side, on the provider side, on the protector side, he just wasn't really good at the romantic side. So, again, just because you're a good guy does not make you, you know, the right guy, if that makes sense. Definitely makes plenty of sense. And um, and welcome back, Corinne. Well, one of the things I want to say um, – Man, um, I think about a guy that I met when I was in college. Um, I think he was a really good guy. Kind of how you were talking about Shauna. Now, this guy was boring. I mean, he was professional. He was in college, and he he actually went to school full time. He had a full time job at I think like insurance company or something like that. He had a car. He had the different quote unquote trappings that someone we would look for, but he bored me to death. I mean, literally, like he was square, and I don't like square. I like people that's in touch <laughs> and that's just me personally and um and I tried my best to you ever just have, you ever try to like to make yourself like someone I tried to tell myself like this is the type of person you really need but I just couldn't like I just could not stomach it and I always said to myself I wonder you know would I ever regret it because sometimes I know I've had friends that you know they said well my mom told me I should have this type of guy and I don't really like this guy I'm not really interested in it but it's good for the image and they just kind of like dated it anyway and I've just never been the type of person to do something just because of image or because it probably is the right thing to do for someone else if it's not what I want to do then I'm not really into that and um, probably like 10 years later um, I actually ran to him in Walmart, and he was saying, you know, he still was on the same job, but he was, like, in a supervisor position. He got his master's, and he had all this different stuff, a couple of different vehicles. And he said, yeah, I, guess, I, I bet you're glad you let me go, huh? No, he said, I bet you're glad. I bet you're not glad you let me go. And I said, I hope, I hope that you're happy with whoever you're with, but you were not for me. And I think he's an amazing guy. He just was not amazing for me. Um, so that's kind of my um, – take in situation, you have to be, you have to have chemistry, regardless of what that actually looks like, what you actually need from that person to be able to get it. And if you don't have that, then, you know, hmm, not really the ideal situation. All right, what are your thoughts, um, C? Um, so can you just repeat the, the, the question? I'm sorry. Yeah, tell us a story or situation about a good or bad experience when you were with a guy that was, quote, unquote, a good guy, and did you ever get bored? Um, you know, I don't think I've ever dated anyone that I would have been bored with, or let's say I haven't long-term dated someone that I was bored with. Because, um, you know, dating, you go out with someone once or twice, and then, you know, you may never care from them again or, you know, choose to contact them again. Um, but with me, I can't really pretend to be interested in someone. So if we, like I said earlier, um, let's say whatever they thought was cool, I didn't think was cool, um, that would bore me after a while. Because let's say if you dated a scientist and the only thing they wanted to talk about is physics all day, that would bore the hell out of you if you're not into physics. 
So like you said earlier, it's about finding someone that's compatible with you. Um, so they could be a great guy, but if you're not into someone that is into something particular and it may be part of their personality where they're quirky and that really doesn't gel with you, then it, it wouldn't be an ideal situation to continue dating them. Um, and I haven't been in a situation where I long-term dated someone that I, I just wasn't feeling. Okay. I can definitely dig that. And I know that, you know, so many people are interested in so many different things. One thing you were saying, Kay, is, hey, I've got what people are, and they're cheaters. So if I if I can ask you this, um, if you don't mind, so the fact that you've been with someone and they've been a cheater, and has it happened more than once? And is that why you say the dating thing is just not for me? Uh, it happened twice. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of done. <laughs> Well, now, well, let me ask you this, just for just for the sake of, so you're done, like, for, how how long is it that you're done for? I'm done. I'm 38. I'm done. Like, I have better things to do than waste my time on somebody who's not serious. Like, I could be making money. Well, what about, what about that guy that's not that person? You know, a lot of times people say, hey, don't blame me for what someone else did yesterday. So you're telling me no great guy that comes at you correctly has a chance because of what someone else did from the past? It's not that they don't have a chance. It's that it's like it's, it's really difficult for me to be attracted to someone in general. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. it's not that I'm super picky. It's that I'm very, very careful about my choices. I don't allow myself to have feelings for someone until I feel that they're appropriate to even be around me. And I know that probably sounds kind of stuck up, but if you're if you're all you do is smoke weed all day and you don't don't have ambition, you're not going to be a good partner for me because I'm a woman with a child in a business. Like if you don't have something that you are excited about, then we're just not going to get along. You see what I'm saying? And so I won't have feelings. Like I'll be like you are you're you're a waste of my time. You're a waste of space. Like leave. <laughs> And so by the time I finally find somebody, the time I finally find somebody that I'm like, okay, this person has interesting conversation, they're intelligent. And that's another thing. If you're stupid, I'm not attracted to you. I I hate stupidity. The second I think that a man is stupid, there is no chance at attraction. It's zero. I hate stupidity. Like, intelligence attracts me. I'm extremely attracted to, to intelligence. And so, you know, half the men out there are already dumb. (laughs) <laughs> so if you don't have oh my gosh. and you don't have no ambition and you don't I mean it's already difficult so by the time I find somebody who has passed those hurdles and I'm finally okay with investing myself because you invest yourself as a woman you invest yourself in a man you invest your time you invest your emotion you invest sometimes your money your your space I mean, we invest so much of ourselves into a man, and most of the time they're not even worth it. Sorry. <laughs> All righty. Well, you know what? We're talking tonight about <laughs> do good guys bore you. We're going to break on that note. Everybody just take a deep breath. Just relax. I'm all about intellect as well. And um, and I know that we've been through some stuff. We have. And, and Ashauna, you listening to Kay, just imagine if – if she was on the show last week talking about, what were we talking about? Love without limits, ride or die chick, and blah, blah. 
So, yeah, we're going to break. This is Tawana with the Black Status Quo, and we'll be right back. Do you have a product, brand, or service that you want to advertise on our platform? Well, look no further. Send us an email to realgirlfriends7 at gmail.com. That's realgirlfriends, the number 7, at gmail.com to place your advertisement here. Become a patron of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America. By supporting creators you love on Patreon, you're becoming an active participant in their creative process. As a member, you receive exclusive content, community access, behind-the-scenes updates, and the pride of viewing work that matters to you. Joining is easy. Visit patreon.com backslash realgirlfriends across America. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash realgirlfriends across America. Every donation helps. All right, ladies, we are back. So we're talking about do good guys bore you? Do good guys finish last? Well, let me ask you, let's flip the strip for a second. So we're kind of saying, hey, maybe, maybe not. Here's the reason why, why not. What about on the flip side of it? Do good girls finish last? Have you ever heard of that before? Have you ever been in a situation where you felt that way? Have you ever known of a situation where someone told you, hey, I'm a good girl, and I feel like I finished last because of this, this, or this? And we're going to go back out to Wisconsin and Minnesota and all that good stuff. Kay, talk to us about that. Say that again. Do good girls finish last? Have you ever heard of it before? Do you believe it? Any examples or any of the above? Um, I've never heard that good girls finish last. Um, usually the stereotype for girls are that that good girls are supposed to be on this pedestal and, bad, you know, quote-unquote bad girls are vilified, you know, slut-shaming and all of that. So I've never heard that particular saying. Um, but I think... I think in some cases it's true. Why so? Because because good girls, um, I mean, depending on how much uh, knowledge or experience or wisdom that they have, they can be used and um, hurt. And, uh, yeah, so I think that I think that it's a possibility. Um, I think especially in in our culture, good girls probably do finish last. I mean, but then it also depends on what your definition of a good girl is. Like, what does a good girl? What does that even mean? One one thing, um, as I was reading. In one of the articles, it says, nice girls finish last because they aren't up front with what they want. Women often don't get what they want and deserve because they don't ask for it, says researchers in the Harvard Business Review. In the dating world, this means that we're not putting our desires out there. We're not going for it. So what are your thoughts about that, Ashana? Um, I, I think that is true. I think that a closed mouth doesn't get fed. If you are not up front with what you want or your expectations, you know, you're not going to get anything that you want. That's like going to a restaurant and sitting there with your mouth closed the whole time and expecting the waiter to know what you want to eat. 
You know, it, it doesn't work like that. You have to tell people. People are not mind readers. You have to be vocal. You have to be expressive. You know, any man that I date, I kind of let him know that, you know, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I don't want. And so if, if things start to kind of go off track, I can easily remind him, like, hey, in the beginning, this is what it was. This is what it still is. Um, so, you know, a lot of people tend to veer off topic and, and they get in their feelings and they start to feel a certain way and they think that things have changed and they don't. So that kind of gives me, it gives me an in and it gives me an out. Because being up front with somebody kind of lets them know, hey, this is what I'm in it for. And if you change that, then this is what I'm out of it for. So I, mm-hmm. I, I highly believe that, um, you know, being expressive, saying what you want. Um, people need to know, you know, what are your expectations with me? These are my expectations with you. Um, and that lets you know right off the bat whether or not this is going to work with this person. So definitely speak your mind. Say what you want. Close mouth, don't get fed. Mm. What are your thoughts? Um, see, yeah, that's very true. Um, you hear a lot of people say um, that you know females don't verbalize and they expect their mate to be mind readers. Like you know, you've heard the saying where they're like, "Oh, you expect for me to read your mind," um, and sometimes certain females may feel like they have to be submissive in a relationship and just be, you know, a yes woman. And unfortunately, um, you won't get what you want at the end of the day, just agreeing to whatever it is that your your mate is, you know, setting you up for. Yeah, that, that's really interesting because, you know, just to think, um, again, you know, what it says here um, in the article, it's not him, it's you. Why being the nice girl is the reason you're single. And sometimes people do say that and think that because, you're not really saying it. And I couldn't have said it better than what you said, Ashona. Um, a closed mouth doesn't get said. So, ladies, honestly speaking, and I know you are, you guys are kind of pretty vocal, um, so I'm not asking you about you. I'm asking you about your friend, this person down the street. Can you think of a girlfriend that you may have that, that is maybe a nice girl that doesn't really speak up about what she really wants and you've seen the effects of it negatively or positively? Me? Were you asking me? Hello? Yes, I'm asking you. Oh, okay. (laughs) I wasn't sure if you guys could hear me. Um, my, my little sister is like that, but most of the women that I, that I have around me are not like that. I think maybe because I'm, I have a super intense personality. So the only women that can be around me are also intense. (laughs) I don't tend to keep weak women around me. Okay, okay, I can definitely dig that. Well, how about you, C? Yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing. I don't have, I have like a handful of friends, and we're pretty much the same way. Like, you don't really put up with too much stuff. So we were more than likely <laughs> curse somebody out before we would fight our tongue about it. <laughs> okay. Shawana? Um, yeah, I know a lot of women that don't talk about what they want. And so, you know, a lot of the guys that I meet, because I am expressive and because I do vocalize what I want, you know, they're kind of shocked because they're like, a woman has never told me that. <laughs> um, so, 
you know, it kind of works in my favor because now that you know, you know that if you go out of bounds or you do something that is not what I asked for, then you know why I'm gone. So it's not Mm -hmm. a surprise. Um, Or you know why I'm disappointed or you know why I'm, you know, um, not going to come back anymore. So because I let you know what I wanted and you didn't do it or, you know, you did something else. And so, you know, communication. So as long as I, I feel like as long as I communicate what it is that I want and what I'm expecting, um, if you don't provide that, especially if I'm providing the things that you asked for, um, then you, you're not left confused as to why I'm no longer coming around. Okay. All right. Now, I'm going to ask you guys an off-the-wall question. Well, not really off-the-wall, but kind of sort of, right? And I want everyone to name at least one person, right? All right, can you name at least one, quote-unquote, bad guy that people just love? Like, hey, I think this is a really bad guy, but people love this bad guy. Kind of how you use the um, example of Fonzie from back in the day, um, see? So that is my question. One guy that's considered a, quote-unquote, bad guy, but, man, people love this guy. Give me one. Future. Oh, you, is the rapper Future? Yep. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know him personally, but I've heard that he's, you know, he's he's not a good guy, but women love him for whatever reason. We see him in the tabloids, and he got multiple baby mamas, multiple kids. Um, he's always in a different relationship, but for whatever reason, women know this, and they still get with him. <laughs> okay. All right. See? Uh, Future's a good one. Um, I was thinking of, and I think his name is Blueface, um, but he has a, a a child with Mayweather's daughter, but he's like 21 and he has like six kids. And he's been in and out of jail. <laughs> now, his name is what? Blue face, I believe that's his name. Um, but uh, Mayweather, his daughter has a baby. I think she's baby number, baby mama number five or six. <laughs> okay. How about you, Kay? Both of my past relationships. Ah, both of them? Oh, yeah. They look good on the outside, but... Yeah. What what would you guys say? I, I wanna definitely, um, because we are talking about um love and relationships and do good guys bore you. So I definitely wanna just say I know you guys heard recently, um, with DMX passing away and um and and that's truly a legend. Has been around for probably almost thirty over thirty years you know, when it comes to the music industry. Would you guys say that he was a quote-unquote bad guy, but but the women still loved him anyway? Uh, this is current. I, I wouldn't say he was a bad guy. I think um, it's a difference from someone that has issues to someone that's just a bad person. So if you go out and you're choking people out in the middle of the street, obviously you're a bad person. But if you're Dealing with addiction and you're self-harming yourself, you're, you, you have problems. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily call him a bad person, a bad boy or a bad guy. I would just say he had, you know, um, demons he was fighting. 
Okay. Well, let, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question since you mentioned that. When you say a good guy versus a bad guy, what what is your definition of a guy? You says, oh, he's a bad guy. Because for me, when I think about a bad guy, I don't literally mean a person that's like bad in character. I'm thinking of more rugged, more street, and so on and so forth. Like not literally like a harmful person, but just someone that likes that that daring type person. You know that that and and to me a good guy is more nerdy, you know, lace up, you know, maybe metrosexual and so on and so forth. Um, that's kind of how you know, kind of how I'm differentiating. You know, when I think about DMX, I think about the movies that he played in and different roles. Like, ah, man, he played a bad guy in the movie. Um, so that's kind of what I'm differentiating between a good guy and a bad guy. How are you differentiating that? Um, okay. Oh, I you and I had totally different definitions. Well, and that's good. So what are your definitions when it comes to a bad guy versus I mean, a good guy? Someone who are you is, someone to, um, about a bad person? I mean, bad person in that you really just do not care how your actions affect those around you. Like the only person you care about is yourself and your self-interest and what satisfies you. That's, that's, a, that's what a bad person is to me. Oh, all righty. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm definitely, yeah. I don't even want to be, I don't even want to deal with people that are just bad people in general. Like, oh, definitely no. All right, what about you, MC? Um, You know, I think that, I, I guess there's, you know, different levels if you break it down to, you know, on that type of tip. So you could say, characterize like he's a bad boyfriend, right? So, you know, he goes out, he cheats on you every other day or whatever it is. But he is a wonderful husband, so you can't say he's a bad person. I mean, I'm sorry, a wonderful father. So you can't say he's a bad person because, you know, he's just lacks in certain areas. Um, so obviously mm-hmm. if someone someone that, you know, is not good to them, then, yeah, they're like, oh, he's a bad person. But then, you know, he might go to his grandma's house and everybody loves him because they see him only in a good, you know, version of himself. So it, it really... It does depend. Obviously, you could say someone's a bad person if they're going around physically harming someone, but you can't say someone's a bad person just because of maybe the way or something or action that they've done towards you that maybe was a lack of judgment, if if that makes sense. Okay. So it, that's what I was saying. So really, when you're saying bad, like, like me and um, a few girls in this group, we call it a bad girls club. Now, we are definitely not bad as far as and character and hurting people, it was just really a, a figure of speech, bad meaning good. You know, that's kind of how we were using the analogy. So um, so your bad is kind of, as far as a person being, like, you're not a nice person. Like, I tell you all the time, Corinne, you're not a nice person. <laughs> but you know that I'm joking. So right. that's kind of the how you are referring to a bad guy? You know, I, yeah. like I said, like a bad guy in a relationship is different from a bad person. So a bad person, that that's blanketed. Like if you're going out harming people, you're a bad person. But if yeah, you're, you're a horrible person. Doing, yeah, you're a horrible person. <laughs> but let's say if I am, let's say, cheating on my spouse, but let's say to you, Tawanda, I'm like the best, sweetest person and I've never did you wrong. I've always been honest with you. You're just two different versions. You can't say I'm a bad person. You can say that I'm a mm-hmm. bad girlfriend, a bad wife, but you can't say I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And what are your thoughts, Ashana? Um, I kind of agree with Corinne. Uh, you know, it's it's not really about being a bad person. You know, we can all say that we're good people, but we have bad tendencies. You know, uh, mm-hmm. there are certain things that we can all be better at. There are certain things that we can all do better at. Nobody's perfect. So I, I kind of agree with what uh, she was saying as far as, you know, just because a person falls short um, in one aspect doesn't mean that they're an overall bad person. Like I was saying before, you know, I had a, a guy friend that I dated, and he was good at a lot of things. He was just not good at romance. You know, he was just not good at being in a, in a relationship with me, but he might be perfect for another woman, you know. But for mm-hmm. me and my expectations as far as romance and love and uh, physical attraction and connection and things like that goes, he just wasn't a match for me, but I can't really label him as a bad person, you know. He just had mm-hmm. bad tendencies um, in that he wasn't able to fulfill the things that I was looking for. So I think bad bad person and bad tendencies are two completely different things. Like a bad person to me is somebody that's going out and, and just killing people and, and robbing mm-hmm. people and, and, and beating people up and, you know, for no reason. You know, that's a bad person. You know, but a person that just falls short of meeting your expectations or, you know, just meeting you halfway, I don't really think that that's a bad person. I just think that, you know, for one, you guys have a communication problem if they're not figuring it out. Mm -hmm. And two, you know, the person just kind of, you know, maybe you guys are just not compatible, but that don't make them a bad person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, I, I, I completely agree. And, yeah, like I said, when I said bad person, I meant something completely different just kind of like a, a love-hate type situation, but not meaning bad as in character or hurting people. All right, so just to, to be clear and specific about our topic tonight, do good guys, getting back on it, do good guys bore you? I'm just going to go around. I just want you to say, if you can, yes, no, and, and whatever the explanation is, so why are you saying it? Do good guys bore you? Okay. No, they don't. Would you like to elaborate a little bit? Um, because I, uh, uh, I, I'm, because, uh, I mean, they just, they don't bore me. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how else to add to that. I'm not, I'm not attracted to the so-called, you know, typical bad boys. I'm just not, I don't. Some women might, you know, a lot of women are, but I just don't find that attractive. I just, I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, Corinne? Yes. I, I feel like if you're, and I'm going to say, use the word good in terms of, like, you being a square. So if you're someone that says, I don't want to go five miles over the speed limit, or we have to plan this vacation before we go anywhere, or you know, that type of square, kind of boring type of good guy, I, I wouldn't be interested. I think you have to be just as good as me, <laughs> and that's how you use that word loosely. <laughs> okay. All right. Ashawana? Um, good guys do not bore me. They're, they're actually intriguing for me um, because in a lot of people's eyes, in a lot of people's eyes, I'm the bad girl. So opposites attract in that way. A good guy for me is kind of like, okay, he helps balance me out. And when I say I'm a bad girl, like I'm not a cheater, I'm not a liar, I don't I do not do those type of things, but I just don't live 
in the line. You know, I kind of color outside the lines from time to time. Anybody that knows me will tell you that Ashana walks her own path. She does her own thing, and, you know, she's her own person. So a good guy to me is the balance to that. So good guys don't bore me at all. They kind of help keep me in line. They help me see life from a different perspective. You know, I I dated a guy, and I I called him, a you know, he was the good Samaritan. Uh, There would be times where I would just cross the street, and he would wait until the light changed and cross on a crosswalk. And I would always tell him, you know, you're such a good guy, you know. And he would laugh. He wouldn't take offense to it. Um, but he also wouldn't judge me because I didn't cross, you know, in the crosswalk. So I think for me, good guys don't bore me. They they actually excite me because they show me a side of life that, you know, kind of makes me wonder, like, you know, how do you live like this? You know, you're really waiting for the light to turn green to cross? Like, there's no cars coming. Why can't we just cross right now? So just little things like that kind of open up a different world to me. Like, wow, there are really people that follow the rules like this, you know. And so it's it's it's, it's more comical to me. Uh, it's not a bad thing. I, I like good guys. They don't bore me at all. They're interesting. I think that's a really um, <laughs> interesting analogy. And as you were saying that, you know how we always are, are thinking – when you talked about kind of coloring outside the lines, you know, I went back to that post that you posted. I'm like, yep, definitely. And and, and that's what life is about, though, um, living life on your own terms, like you were talking about last week. You know, we were talking about the um, just doing different things. I'm like, ah, man, you're doing things I may see in the movies or TV, but that's what life is about, you know, doing it in opposite do a track. So, um, but in reference to me, do good guys bore me? Yeah, sometimes they do, like literally. Like, I, I'm an Aquarius I'm all about chemistry. I'm all about personality. I'm all about thinking, um, like you kind of mentioned earlier, Kay. And I like excitement and thrill, too. Like, I don't like to get bored, period. Um, sometimes good girls bore me, like, period. People just bore me. I, I like to have fun. And I like people that um, are always doing something. That that definitely works for me. So as we wrap up tonight, ladies, we're talking about do good guys bore you. And I know everyone is different. So what are some of the things you see um, – Give me an example, if you can, of a relationship. And if you don't mind using a celebrity cause that most people may know, of a happy medium. You mentioned earlier, Shauna, hey, I may be seen as a quote-unquote bad girl, so opposites attract. And I do, I do believe that. Sometimes you can have a girl and a guy that seems so so nice and sweet, and you say, aww. Oh, wait a minute, what is that thing on here? You're probably like, aww. Hold on, Aww. Yeah, like, oh, they seem so cute together. And then you have a situation of a guy that's kind of like, oh, he's a bad guy, but everybody loves him, and she's a bad girl, and they're together. And then you have just an opposite to track situation. So as we close out tonight, if you don't mind, give us a situation of someone um, that everybody may know, that you whether it's a, they seem alike, they seem opposite, but they're working it, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anybody comes in mind? Like, I'm thinking, what do you guys think about, like, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West? Well, I They're going to Yeah. I, I was, know. I Bobby Brown and um, Whitney Houston. Yes. That's what I'm going to say. Like, they always. Wait, wait a minute, who is this? Like, who is this? This is a Shauna. This is a Shauna. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, I couldn't hear your voice. I was was gonna say, like, they always seem like opposites attract because he always has such that bad boy appeal, 
and she was always that good girl, you know, the the woman, the preacher's wife, and, you know, everything. And then here this guy comes and, you know, the rumors of him being on cocaine and just all these other things, you know. Nobody knows what's, what's true and what's not because that's Hollywood. But they were the quintessential uh, opposites attract couple, you know, because they mm-hmm, just seemed mm-hmm. so different. They Their lives, their lives so different, and but they came together so perfectly. So to me, in my mind, that's always been like the, the uh, you know, the bad guy, good girl type of relationship that I saw. Um, I know you mentioned Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, but Kim Kardashian, you know, I don't know the woman personally, but she has a history, so I, I can't really say that she's a good girl. And then Kanye West, you know, we all know that this dude is, he's he's Kanye West. So I, I don't really, I think that they kind of fit each other. You know, they both have that quirky past. They both are, you know, their own individual self. They both have histories that are not perfect. And so they just kind of match. Like Kim Kardashian is no angel. We've seen her in videos and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I I wouldn't really put them on that pedestal. But Bobby Brown okay. and, and Whitney Houston, all the way, all the way. And you know what? And not to cut you off, Shauna, I can't even think of a better example than that. And let me tell you why. One of the very first times I saw the movie, I, I had heard that, you know, I think it was like two or three different versions of the movie, but they were trying to say, you know, everybody always thought Whitney was all this and all. Now, don't get it twisted. I love Whitney Houston. Um, but people were saying, oh, she's an angel. But she didn't really meet Bobby, and he turned her out. Like she turned him out. I have no idea what the truth is, but that's a great example. That is definitely what I was asking for. Yeah, that's 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 good. That's good. All right. Who else wants to share one? Please. Hello, hello, Kay. You want to go next? Okay. So, Kay? are we trying to share couples or something? Yeah, well, just just so anyone that's listening can kind of get a, a an example or an idea of, of what we're thinking about with with a couple, whether like what Shauna was saying with Bobby Brown and Whitney. I know most people probably thought, oh, you know, he's a he's a thug guy, you know, he's a street guy, and she's Whitney, she's the princess, she's the queen, and they kind of seem opposite. However, at the same time, they you know they had they had a good thing. So uh, just kind I of mean, getting I you to throw a couple out there. I can't think of anybody in real life, but I watched a movie. It was one of my favorite movies. It's still one of my favorite movies. It was called Original Sin. It had um, Angelina Jolie and Antonio Vanderas in it. And this woman turned this man's life upside down. Um, so that's the only instance that I can really think of. You know, where it's sort of the backwards, where the woman turned the man's life upside down. I don't really know anybody in my own life like that. But, yeah, okay. if you ever watch Original Sin, it's a good movie. I don't think I've ever, ever even heard of that movie before. But, of course, I know Angelina Jolie. Okay. No, I was, okay, I was going to say, I was thinking about um, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. I felt like uh, me she too. turned his life around, like upside down with her, all her chaos. Do you think that, so you think that she was not good for him? Exactly. Because he hasn't really been active in Hollywood since he's been with her. And now, you know, they're divorcing too. 
Wow. But, you know, that's okay. a good point, like, that you put. But I think also that we really don't know what, I mean, if he, because his main problem that, from what Angelina claims was that he was drinking too much, that he was a drunkard. And we don't know if he was already like that before they ever got together. Because, I mean, he was always like that, but it never affected his life before, because before her, they didn't, he didn't have no kids. True. But I think she's the type of person that would need to drive someone to drink. You think so? You said... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you know what? I think with Angelina Jolie, she's a little quirky. Um, the reason I said that is because she made out with her brother, and she was drinking, what was it, Billy Bob Thornton's blood. So she's a little special. She's she's goth. That's, that's like a goth thing to do. Yeah. Okay. And Corinne, did you get to hear what Shauna was saying about Bobby and Whitney? What was your thoughts about them? Yes, I did hear that, and that's that's actually a perfect example um, because I, I, from the the movie that I, I've seen, um, you know, she basically said that she was on drugs, and the rumor is that she's the one that introduced him to drugs, and she had a bigger um, issue with drugs than he did. So it always looked like you know, when they first came on the scene that he was the bad boy, encouraged her to do drugs, and then it turned out to be the complete opposite. So, um, like Kate said, you never know what goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And earlier someone mentioned future. So what are your thoughts about, um, I I think um, Sierra had a baby with future, and now she has another kid with another guy, and, and this guy seems completely different from how future is. What are your thoughts about that? As far as the two guys, um, I mean, you have to think about like just when you're in the spotlight, we we get to see basically your track record. Um, and Sierra started when she was pretty young, so um, we mm-hmm. basically got to see her dating people. And it, it'd probably be the same thing for any one of us, where if we were to um, publicize our relationships, we might say, okay, well, this guy is completely different than this guy. Um, but luckily for her, she traded up and didn't go first on what she already had. Okay. And what, what did you ladies think about that? I can't um, remember I her other guys. Really, okay. I don't really know Future. I don't. I don't really know the guy. But from what I've read about him, they say that he's a charmer. He's very romantic. He's very sweet. He's very nice. You know, but in his songs, he's saying, you know, don't trust a bitch, you know, never chase a bitch and things like that. So people sometimes give off a persona of themselves that are not really who they are. So who are we to judge the man? You know, he has an image that he has to uphold as far as his rap career goes. But for him to be getting all these women, he got to be doing something right. You know, I kind of I kind of want to believe the rumors that he is a charmer. He's a romantic, uh, a romantic guy. Um, however, you know, going in and knowing that this man has multiple kids with multiple women and the women are saying that he doesn't necessarily take care of his kids uh, the way that they feel he should, you know, just kind of makes me feel like, you know, women going into that should kind of take heed to that. You know, you, you like, again, this goes back to the whole, you know, good guy, bad guy. He seems like a good guy but he has a bad reputation. 
So if you go into something with him, you kind of have to weigh your options. You kind of have to say, you know, does his good outweigh his bad or does his bad outweigh his good? And then you make your decision based off of that. Again, I don't know the man, so, you know, and it it doesn't affect my personal life. So I'm only commenting on, you know, from from the point of view of the the whole would you date a good guy, what do you think, you know, do good guys bore you and things like that. Um, Future is somebody that in the media, you know, he's the bad guy, but, to all of the women that he has kids with or the women that he dates, he's to be a good guy. Okay. That definitely makes sense. I know I've seen um, movies and shows and situations where people talk about you have your character, just like we watch television. You have, you're playing a role. Like if you are an artist, you're in the industry, you have to, you know, you have to get have these fans, you have to get sales. So you're going to act a certain type of way. And that does not mean that, you know, this person acts the same way in their quote-unquote real life. So, yeah, absolutely. That definitely makes sense. All right, all right, all right. When you think about um, dating, love, and relationships with the fact that over half of marriages end in divorce and, you know, more people are single than, than not, and just in relationships, if there was one thing you can say as we get ready to wrap up tonight, we were talking about do good guys bore you, but this is a part of our relationship series. What do you think is missing? You know, everyone on this line, whether you're married, whether you're divorced, whether you're single, single again, regardless of what your situation is, think about yourself. Think about the friends that you have. What do you think is missing when it comes to love, life, and relationships? You know, between men and men, women and women, men, it doesn't matter that because everyone likes something different. What do you see that's missing or what would you like to see more of when it comes in. And I know that nothing's perfect. And there's going to be situations people got to work through those things. You know, however, I know people want love. People want real relationships. People want healthy relationships. So what would you like to see, even if not for yourself, Kate, for your friends, what would you like to see when it came to relationships or improvement of relationships? Um, Okay. I mean, I only want what's best for my friends. I want them to meet good people, a good man who treats them right and who, you know, isn't a jerk. <laughs> I would want for them everything I wanted for myself. <laughs> okay. But is there any one thing in particular that you um, that you see that needs to really be improved, like something that men may need to work on or women? Um, I mean... Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I mean, that's a good question. I I just, I haven't had like tons of relationships. I can only go based off of the ones that I've had. Um, And the ones that I've had, I feel like they need to just be more sensitive, like put yourself in the other person's shoes, be a little bit less, um, self-absorbed maybe okay what do you think um see corinne all right shauna um can you can you reiterate the question once again Yes, as you think about the fact that over half of marriages end in divorce, 
more people are single than not. And when it comes to love, life, and relationships, what would you like to see more of? What do you think that's missing? When you talk to your girlfriends, like what do you talk about in reference to, oh, I wish I seen more of this? What's missing? What's new? what's what's an ingredient that you would add? Um, communication. A lot of the times communication is missing. You know, I'll talk to my, my girlfriends and she's mad at her man or, you know, whatever the situation will be. And I'm like, well, does he know why you're mad? No, he should know. And it's like, well, how, you know, is he a mind reader? Is he a psychic? What do you mean he should know? I think that you should be talking to him and not me about this. You know, these are your problems in your relationship. Go and talk to him about it. If he doesn't know, how can he fix it? You know, so I think communication is an ingredient that's missing in a lot of things. This is missing in, in, in parent and child relationships and in, in spousal relationships and friendships and in, in employment, you know, relationships, worker to coworker, coworker. It's just missing in a lot of relationships. It's the communication. People don't know how to express their feelings. People are always afraid that, you know, I might hurt their feelings or I might say something wrong or, you know, this might come out the wrong way and things like that. And so, it leaves just a lot of blank space. People aren't able to um, understand how you feel or what you want because you're not you're not speaking about it. So I think communication um, is an ingredient that needs to be added in just any type of dealing with other with other humans. You know, that's what mm. I think. Man, <laughs> once again, something something so powerful. When I asked you that question, I was looking for. Um, my answer to that question, and I wanted to say, hey, having conversation, but everything I was thinking, it still boiled down to communication, and that's true, and that's so true. Just like we were saying earlier when we talked about, hey, do do good girls finish last, or why do people say that? People don't speak up, like we said, and say what is it that you really, really want. We got to communicate. We got to talk. Closed mouth does not get fed, just like you said earlier, and we have to speak up. If we do more talking and see how we can work things out, I truly believe it can be a better situation. So, no, I'm with you. I'm with you 110%. And we're almost out of time, ladies. But I want to ask you guys, um, as we talk about from week to week, we wanted to start a place for black women to come and to talk and build and connect because there's so many different things that – we go through it in this world as a people, as a whole, and definitely as a black woman. And, of course, you know, I do believe in unity. I do believe that we're stronger together, and we really, really want to see how we can get to become better. You know, Shauna, last week, and I definitely want um, – I'll, I'll share with UK a little about her story and different things that she does. As we were beginning our show last week, I was looking at um, Shauna's website, and on the website, she was making nice with a tiger. And I was like, is that real? <laughs> she was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, do you then? Keep me away from that. And then you said something so profound, and I'm going to ask you to repeat it again, and hopefully you have, you remember it. And I said, you know what, you're right. And I've been thinking about that all week long. And hopefully those that have listened to our show are thinking about it too. And if you don't mind, can you repeat what it was you said last week when I when I was talking about being yeah, scared? Um, I, I'm not I'm not really sure, but I think I said something along the lines of, uh, "We are black in America. What else is there to be afraid of?" Mhm. I think that's what I said because that's that's generally what I say. 
when it comes to people saying, oh, my God, you're not scared, or, oh, my God, I would be scared to do that. And I'm like, look, you can walk outside, check your mailbox, and somebody will call the cops on you, and you get <laughs> shot dead at your mailbox. What else is there to be afraid of? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the wild animals are the ones that's killing us. I didn't get killed by that tiger, but I'm scared of the police. Mm-hmm. You know, so when people ask me, you're not scared to travel by yourself? You're not scared to go here by yourself? You're not scared to be with tigers? You're not scared to swim with sharks? You're not scared to do this? The only person I'm scared of is the one holding the gun that's scared of me because he's the one that's <laughs> going to kill me. Mm. That is interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you really, with, with that being said, we have to become more open-minded. And honestly speaking, it helps me when I meet people that are open-minded, when I meet people that are doing things that I've never done before, things that I may have never even thought about doing before. And that's just really the power of associations. The thing I wanted to ask you later tonight, just honestly speaking, as we look to, to reach millions of women that look like us all across the world, we want to be able to create opportunities to where we can come together with podcasts, whether it's brunches in Atlanta, any other type place, you know, what are some things that you like to see? Like as we talk about additional topics on podcasts like this for the black woman, what are one or two different things you say, hey, you know what, I love us to address this. I love us to address this, you know, because we want to invite guests um, on this show that can be able to say, hey, listen, I heard the topic and I got something to say about it. So as we get ready to close out tonight, Kay, if you don't mind going first, and we lost Corinne to due to a bad signal, but um, as you come to a group, Kay, where it's, it's other women that look like you, black women, what are a couple of different topics or hot topics would you be looking forward to talking about or discussing? Okay. Okay, going what? Go ahead. Say that again, please. Oh, Ivy, is Ivy um interrupting you? Yes. Right. <laughs> Hi, Ivy. Yeah, I, I was asking, um, as you know, with this podcast being for black women, what are a few topics and different things that you think would be a great topic to have on a future show? As we know, we want to come together and build unity and connection amongst women, especially African-American women. Um, I'm asking you, what are your thoughts in reference to, hey, I would love to talk about this topic um, amongst other women, other black women at that? Um, how to survive in in a, in communities if you're, like, one of the few people that are black because I live, like, in a 40,000 population, and, like, 99% of it is white. Okay. Well, so one topic, how, how to survive when you're when you're a minority, literally a minority. Okay. Give me one more. Okay. Okay, going once. Okay, going twice. All right, I lost her. All right, Ashona, <laughs> you talk to us. Yeah. Um, so I would think like a topic that probably is, is, is relevant to a lot of people is, is, is how do we connect with each other? Um, you know, how do we break past those barriers of, you know, everybody, every, every person is out for themselves. Like how do we start a community? 
how do we get people comfortable enough to want to call into the show and and tune into the show to, to uh, you know, it, uh, have their input on these topics that we that we're talking about. I think that these are some really good topics, and I think that people would be very interested to call in and want to chime in with with their opinions. Um, so I think that you know how to build connections, how to build a community, um, as far as what it is that we're here trying to do. Because right now, you know, it's just us, and we're four individual people or three individual people. But I think that millions around the world need to hear this. You know, this is some stuff that a lot of women can actually use, and then a lot of men can use it too, you know. Um, We (laughs) grow and we learn from each other. So I think that having more people involved in a project, you know, it makes Mm -hmm. us all better um, for the outcome. So, So that's what I think, you know, how to grow and how to build. For real, though, for real. How to grow and how to build for real. (laughs) <laughs> and um, and I say for real because a lot of times people do stuff and it's fake. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not real. Like if I say, hey, hey, you're my sister. I, I come over here. Let's build. It ha- I want it to be for real. And um, yeah. So now I, I love that. And and also, uh, Sean, I, I would love for us to talk about. So many people have hurt, have friendship hurt, have past hurt. You know, how do we forgive? How do we move on? Like, how do we deal with stumbling blocks in love and life and family and relationships? Because sometimes that is what hurts us to becoming great. Um, and, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I've talked to so many people that are struggling, so many people that has been through so many things. I can't even count the women that's, that say, hey, I don't have nobody. I don't trust nobody. I don't have nobody. Um and then it's hard to say, hey, we're here, because, you know, you just can't trust anyone. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely it. right. What I what I do every night before I lay down and go to sleep, and this is just my own thing. I don't even tell anybody this. So for me to be putting this out on a podcast where there could be thousands of people listening makes me kind of vulnerable right now. But what I do every night before I go to sleep is I, I ask God to put the people, put the right people in my life you know, mm. protect me from from the people that are not supposed to be here and continue to put me around people that want to see me grow, that want to mm. see me succeed. Um, put those people around me and, and you know, put it in my heart that I want to see them grow and I want to see them mm. succeed because you're never going to get what you want without giving somebody else what they want because life is all about give and take. It can't be all about you. So I'm always praying for, for one, guidance. To acceptance, you know, accept the pain. It happens. It's, it's supposed to make you grow. You're not supposed to hold on to it. That's just like a hot coal. If you go to a barbecue grill and you pick up a hot coal, it's going to burn your hand. you got to let it go at some point. Otherwise, you, you're going to be the one hurt because you're still holding on to it. You know, some, some things are meant to hurt you to help you grow. And so I'm always praying mm-hmm. for growth. I'm always praying for acceptance. I'm praying for understanding. And then I'm praying for other people. I'm, pay, I'm praying for the type of people that I wish to become to come into my life. So if I want to be wealthy, I need to welcome wealth, wealthy people in my life. If I want to be whole, I need to welcome whole people into my life. And so you just got to pray what you want and then for the type of people that you want to come into your life. That's really the only way that you're going to heal. You have to accept the fact that you were hurt. First, you have to admit it. I, I was hurt by mm. that. That hurt me. Admitting mm. it is the first mm. step to getting over it. Once you admit mm. that you were hurt, 
and don't blame yourself because it, it all happens. It, it happens to everybody. You know, you can't say, oh, I was stupid or I was this or I was that. I hate myself because of this. Let that go. You know, you say, I was hurt. I won't I won't get hurt that way again. And God protects me from anybody that's bringing that type of hurt to me. So once mm. you say your prayers every night or every day and then you let it go, I'm telling you, those words go out into the universe and they come back tenfold. If you don't believe in prayer, you you don't have anything because you have to believe that it works. Um, it, it absolutely works, but you have to be intentional. You can't just say it blank. You know, you can't you can't just say it and and not mean it. You have to say it and mean it. And when when it comes back around, it's gonna come back in a way um, that you're gonna you're gonna look at it and you're gonna say, Wow, I just prayed for this. I just prayed for these type of people. But you have to be open to accepting those people. You know, a lot of people aren't receptive to good people. They're so used to bad people that when a good person comes, they're like, you know, what's your intentions? What's your motive? You know, you have a hidden agenda. You seem fake. You seem this. And so you got to work on yourself before you get the type of people that you want in your life. You have to become mm. what you want. You know, if I want if I want a good man, I have to become a good woman. You know, if I want a wealthy man, I have to become a wealthy woman. You know, you attract what you are. If you're hurt, you're broken, you're bitter, you're going to attract the same people. So you got to pray that off of you. you got to pray that negativity away from you. You know, every night I ask God, send me the people that are supposed to be in my life. Put me in the places that are going to help me become a better person. Put me in places that help me to help other people become better people. You know, continue to give me a platform or continue to give me the guidance that I need to show other people that, you know, I'm, I'm a black girl from Compton, and I didn't grow up rich, but I, I live in luxury now. And when I say luxury, I'm not really talking about things that are expensive. I'm talking about things that are comfortable and that resonate within me. You know, luxury mm-hmm. can be whatever it is that you think about. It don't have to be expensive. It can just be whatever it is that makes you comfortable, that makes you happy. And so I pray for those things every night. And, I mean, you know, Kanye West said it best. You know, I've been talking to God for so long. Now, if you look at my life, I guess you're talking back. It just is what it is. Glory. You pray for what you want. You become mm. who you pray to become. And, and God will put those things in your life. I think I said it before. God don't want to see you without. He wants to give you the mm. things that you want to have. Because if you go without, that means that he's failed. He didn't fulfill his promise to you. His promise to you is to give you the kingdom. And so if, mm-hmm. if he's not able to give you what you asked for, that makes him look like a failure. And God, as we all know, is not a failure. So Never you have to become who you are meant to become in order to get the things that you want to have. It's, it's eluding you because you have not stepped into your true purpose. Everybody has a purpose. Um, I'm, I'm starting to step into my purpose. And from all the stuff that I've been through in my life, I'm just now starting to realize that maybe I'm here to let other people know that it ain't about where you start. It's about where you finish because I didn't been through mm-hmm. some stuff that people would look at me and change their opinion about me. But God got me. God has been guiding me and God has been giving me opportunities to show people that, again, it's not where you start. It's about where you finish. I amaze myself sometimes. And I know that mm-hmm. I owe it all to God because I pray every night um, that he continues to work on me and he continues to only introduce me to people that 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 have purpose and and that are not empty vessels, you know. Um, 
I don't consider myself an empty vessel. So I need to pour into other people in order for them to pour into me. So continue to introduce me to those people. Continue to remove the people that aren't supposed to be here and continue to guide my steps. And I'll continue to be obedient and follow that. And whatever it is that you put on my heart to share or to say that may inspire somebody else to be great, I'm going to accept it and I'm going to say it. And and I think that's I think that's what it's about. I think that's what we can do as people to help other people. That I'm with you, and we need it. And a lot of times, yeah. sometimes people we can think things. No one ever wants to say it. No one wants to be able to say it first, but we definitely need each other. And, you know, when yep. you talked about praying every night, we have to. And I never heard Kanye West say that before, but can you repeat that again? He said, I pray so much. <laughs> now God is talking said, to me. It's a, yeah, it's a song. And he says, um, you know, I've been talking to God for so long. Now, if you look at my life, I guess he's talking back. Mm. Mm. I mean, he says mm. some other stuff, but but that part is, you know, the profound part. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. That's really amazing. That's really, you know, yeah. one thing um, as you were talking about prayer and the power of prayer. I remember one thing um, when I used to live in Charlotte, North Carolina. One thing my pastor said: "May God bless his soul. So 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 amazing, such an amazing man of God." And um, I attended a church, maybe about three three four thousand people. And people said, how in the world does he even know? He doesn't, y'all church is so big, you don't know all those people. But one thing they didn't know about him, because I was on the leadership team, and he talked about how each and every, um, I don't know if it was Wednesday or Sunday, he would get a printout of the roster um, of the church. And he would, he he was always in prayer. And he would go to the church like two, three hours before, and he would just walk around the church and pray and just call people's name and so on and so forth. But there's power in prayer. There is. There really is. There There's is. definitely power in prayer. And, and even, you know, and we can continue to pray one for another. And just like you just said, hey, I pray for God to bring people into my life that's going to be a blessing, that's going to be good people, that's going to help. We were talking about this last week a little bit about closed doors. Sometimes we just really don't realize when one door closes, a guy opens another one. We just don't really realize it at that time. But we're at a point, we're in 2021. The world has already been through so much with the pandemic, with so many people that's passed away and died, so many changes. We got to find a way to be able to stick together. And I know and I understand people are waiting for, oh, the president's going to do it. He's going to save us. Hey, we got to look in the mirror. I think it was Michael Jackson that said, hey, look at the man in the mirror. It's up to us. And we got to find ways to unify. We got to find ways to, to stick together. We got to find ways to create and to be able to build. Um, so yeah, you hit the nail on the head. And I, I look forward to many, many conversations with other women that look like us and do that. As we can do that, we can do it with all women across the world. And we can teach our children, our children's children, and we can build with the men that we love in our life and our fathers and our brothers. We got to do it. People are always waiting on someone else to do it. And this is the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to go out to any closing comments you guys have. I was on Facebook one time about five or six years ago, and there was this black guy. He was ranting and raving on Facebook, and he said, man, there's no black leaders anymore. You know, like Martin Luther King, you know, all the leaders, you know, we need somebody to step up. And I inboxed him. I said, hey, I read your post. He said, yeah. I said, what about you? Man, what you talking about? What are you trying to be funny? What you mean, what about me? Man, I, I can't do that. I'm not smart like that. I don't know. 
that's somebody's always waiting on somebody else to do it. What about you? Hey, what about you? And that's the thing. We can't keep waiting on someone else. Sometimes it's us. I agree. I agree. Ladies, as always, <laughs> it ain't nothing but a pleasure. It ain't nothing but a pleasure. It's a blessing. Kay, I'm so glad I caught you at the last minute. I know you were driving. Thank you so much for, for hopping on. And um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm grateful. I'm full and I'm grateful. And um, as we close out tonight, ladies, if there's anything that's on your mind, that's on your heart that you want to share with women all over the world, um, any closing comments or thoughts? I'll go out to you, Ashana. Um, just continue to to love yourself, to trust your instinct, um, to pray and to let God guide your steps because he is not going to lead you into a place that you don't want to be. Um, but you have to be so in tune with yourself that you trust him to put you where you are supposed to be. If you don't trust you, because God is God is within you. That's what a lot of people don't think. God, they think that God is in the sky and God is this mythical creature. You are God. You are a goddess. God is within you. So listen to that voice that you have. Listen to that spirit. Listen to that intuition that you have and and trust it. You know, your intuition will let you know that this person don't mean me no good or this is not a good place for me to be or this situation doesn't feel right. You got to listen to that. You got to trust yourself enough to know that you're not going to do any harm to yourself because you are God. You are the goddess, you know. And so I say, you know, closing Trust yourself, believe yourself, and give yourself space to mess up, but forgive yourself and 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 keep it pushing. Um, we all mess up. We all fall short. Nobody is perfect. We weren't made to be perfect. But if you continue to do, um, you know, what it is that you are inspired to do every morning, um, I think you're going to be just fine. Everything works out, you know, the way that it's supposed to work out. And and I made a post about this on Facebook, and I said something to the effect of, you know, the sooner we accept that life isn't perfect, it wasn't meant to be perfect, and it never will be perfect, we'll live it imperfectly and be okay with it. Stop looking that for the perfection. Day, yeah, stop, right. stop looking for perfection because it's never going to come. Um, you got to be imperfectly okay with what it is and build from there because nothing is ever perfect. Mm. That's true. How about you, Kay? Any closing thoughts or comments that you have as we close out tonight? Um, I really liked what she was saying earlier about praying and, and letting things go. Um, I think that's really um I think it's really deep and fundamental. Um when you especially this is something I've I've experienced myself. Like I had to forgive myself. Not just the other person, I had to forgive the other person, but I also had to forgive myself for allowing myself to be hurt in the way that I was because I blamed myself. Like, why was I stupid to be in that situation? Like, why did I allow myself, you know, and I and I don't know if other people go through this, probably they do, but I had to forgive myself. Like, you know what, I'm, I'm human, I make mistakes, and it's okay, I forgive myself. And so I think that forgiveness is a huge part of healing. And I think that sometimes healing can't, happen until you acknowledge the hurt and the pain like she was saying and then forgive yourself for for it happening because we're all human and we all make these mistakes that is true well we're out of time and this has definitely been a blessing a blessing and i just want to read something i've read it before but when i think about one of my very good friends that's no longer with us 
she said this before, and it just seemed like it just meshes in with what we're talking about tonight because we only have one life to live, and we definitely have to do um, the best that we can with what we have. And it says, and this is by T.E. Boyd. This is not anything by me. Um, what's, like when we post stuff on Facebook, we say, hey, I do not have the rights to this music. <laughs> All right, so I just want to be clear about that. But it says, the road to success is not straight. There's a curve called failure, a loop called confusion, speed bumps called friends, red lights called enemies, caution lights called family. But if you have a spare called determination, an engine called perseverance, insurance called faith, a driver called your conscience, you will make it to a place that is called success. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Black Status Quo. Make sure you subscribe to our channel so that you never miss an episode. And subscribe to us on social media. We're on Instagram at The Black Status Quo as well as Facebook. Until next time, spread love and not hate.